Hello darlings, it is day 261 of Snippets of Encouragement and today is an extraordinary anniversary for me. Five years ago on this day I began an epic journey to walk 789,1 kilometers across Spain on the Camino de Santiago. I was virtually unprepared but felt a huge push and a pull to walk that pilgrimage and I felt a sense of helplessness but to follow myself's longing. Hindsight is always a blessing because then you can evaluate a period and are aware of aspects of your journey that you couldn't see at the time. But fortunately, on that pilgrimage, I was present within myself with each step I took on each moment of each day. Sometimes I was so present within, it was painful. There is a particular benefit to living in unawareness because we can check out from reality, numb our pain and shut ourselves down. You can't do this when you're in a state of mindfulness and are choosing to be aware and awake. A pilgrimage such as the Camino doesn't only hurt your physical body, it dissects your mind, spirit and soul, every part of you, and you will not be the same person at the end of your journey as the one who started. At least that was true for me on my journey and also seemed accurate for those walking with me. On this day five years ago, I awoke bright and early, ready to attack that lump of rock known as the Pyrenees Mountains. To be clear, I was not and am not physically fit and always had the attitude, why should I walk when I can cycle or drive? Well, that attitude wasn't going to help me on that morning. As I walked under the portal exiting St. John Pied de Port, which is a sleepy little town at the foothills of the Pyrenees, I was in attack mode, ready to conquer the mountain. <laughs> Stupid me. I was the one about to be defeated. That first day's walk is about 26 kilometers over the mountain to the town of Roncesvalles in Spain. There are no bus stops to catch a bus or places to hitch a ride. Once you start going up, you've got to go over that mountain or die trying. Well, at least that's how it felt to me. Within the first 10 kilometers, I was ready to give up. I was breathless, aching every way, dehydrated, and my mind was screaming for release. I stood on the mountain and asked myself, what the fuck had I gotten myself into? And oh dear God, I think I need a little help. I'm not going to manage this on my own. The help came in the form of a gorgeous Scottish man named Brendan, who was sitting on a rock around the next bend. When I asked him if we could walk together with one another for a while, he readily agreed, and that simple agreement seemed to lighten the burden considerably. What I learned on that first day was a critical lesson for the Camino and also for life. We often think the mountains we face in life are the most difficult on our journey. That's because we are faced with the sheer enormity of what lays before us. A mountain or a struggle stands before us and often it's a sheer vertical wall that we have to overcome. There is no foot or handholds, the obstacles and dangers are often numerous and we will undoubtedly suffer in our ordeal to summit or get over that mountain. Often we gauge summiting as our measure of success, but is it? I think not. The reality is none of us lives on a mountain top. Most of us live somewhere in the valley or on the flat plains. When we descend a mountain of struggle, the measure of success is not reaching the top 
or hanging precariously over the top of that wall that you've just clambered up. The measure of success is reaching the other end. The other end is always at a level similar to the one you started on, but on the other side. We often mistakenly think that the struggle lays within the ascent, but often the most significant part of the battle lays in the descent. How we ascend any mountain in our lives, be they literal or figurative, is entirely different to how we descend that mountain. Think about that for a moment. When you come down a mountain, you don't put your back into it, do you? No, of course not. You're not leaning forward. In fact, you may be leaning slightly back and locking your knees and breaking with your thighs. The skills you need to descend a mountain are entirely different to for ascending. This is true each time you come down the other side, regardless of what it is. Frequently, we're so fixated on getting up that we forget we've got to come down and often have no exit or descent strategy in place. What I learned that first day was that I had to pay as much attention to the incredibly steep descent into Roncesvalles as I had going up the mountain. That's not factually true. I had to pay more attention on the way down than going up. Today I want to encourage you to pay attention to the full span of your journey up and over your mountain of struggle. Don't be fooled into believing that victory or reaching the summit of your struggle is the end of your journey. It's not. What goes up always has to come down and we need to pay as much attention to that aspect of our journey as we would to our struggle up the mountain. A pendulum always swings in an arc formation. It doesn't only oscillate halfway and then return to the starting position. That's why it's called a pendulum. So if you'd like to learn more about my pilgrimage across Spain, you can read my book Letters from the Way, which tells of my story in letter form. The link is in the notes. Enjoy the book, darling many people have. You've been listening to Snippets of Encouragement with Angie Barnard. If you've enjoyed this snippet, share it with a friend. But more importantly, now that you've received, get out there and encourage somebody else. Have a wonderful day.